Wistful Thinking is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, visit cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome to Wistful Thinking, where during the month of December, we're going to the beach. I'm Kara Gill O'Regan. With me is my co-host, Jordan Poland-Clark. Hi! And the autocorrect in my Evernote, once again, autocorrected my last name to Oregano. And I didn't change it. Yeah, I mean, that's. is there any other way? <laughs> uh, Oregon, like the state. Oh, you're right. Sometimes it does do Oregon when I type your mm-hmm. name. It's true. Yeah. Anyway. Can we actually be at the beach? Oh, I wish. It was so rainy and cold today. <laughs> this was the first day that, like, it, it has snowed, and then it rained, and now everything is ice, and this is our uh, life now. Yeah. The snow is okay. The ice and the rain is terrible. I almost fell for the first time today. No. So that's where we're at. Winter is bad. But you know what is cool is surfing. It is. And this week we watched uh, Blue Crush from 2002? Question sure, mark? if you say that, I believe you. Yeah. Uh... I read an interview with the handsome guy in this. I don't know what his name Who, is. I don't know his name either, but the only other thing I've ever seen him in is he was the bad guy in Legally Blonde. The bad guy. He was the boyfriend. I don't yes. know what, what to call him. I Warner? Warner? Is that his yeah, name? That was yeah. his name in Legally Blonde. <laughs> um, so I read an interview that he did about this movie, and he did mention that he wished that he hadn't taken this because he did it right after Legally Blonde, and then it got typecast as that guy, and, and basically like didn't get. He any wasn't other roles. the same guy in this as he was in Legally Blonde. No, though. he's much nicer in this. But, but here, okay, I have a question about him that I feel like maybe I should. I'll save it. I'll save it till we okay. get there. Yeah, because the important thing that I was going to say that he mentioned in the article is that they started shooting this, like, immediately after 9-11. So, like... Woof. Yeah, and apparently, like, the mood on set was really weird and, like, everyone was going through, like, really intense personal things. And maybe the director wasn't very cool. Um, but I just found that really interesting because you would never know. It's such a... Uh, I don't know. It's so full of heart... And... But it's not a good movie. Oh, fuck that. It, yes, it is. No, 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 no. This is a I great li- movie. I liked this movie a lot. I could, I would watch it again right now. I would recommend for, especially young girls, to mm-hmm. watch this movie. For some reasons. Not for some other reasons. But, um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some problematic aspects to this. But, like, the, like, it's not a good movie. Like, the writing? Like, if, if we're talking about it being, like, a thing that has a plot and actors who are being characters Mm -hmm. it's not great but it has so many other things going for it that that actually doesn't end up mattering so much okay i disagree that's what i thought sure okay um yeah no it's great it's about some surfer girls who one of whom recently had a traumatic accident while surfing she hit her head she almost drowned she's having a hard time getting back out there um but there's this big competition up coming up and she's the best one so she's got to do it she's the best one out of her friends yeah but she's the like she's the best one out of their like local 
little yeah. tiny put- puddle of people. Um, and this is like a big international surf competition. So yes, there are better surfers out there. But um, what was I saying? Oh, and it's just it's um, a, just a you know a great movie about confronting your fear and having sex with strangers possibly those for are money. okay i hate those <laughs> i hate those two parts a lot a lot the saving grace of this movie for me was how beautiful the surfing was because yeah, that's most beautiful. of what watching this movie is mm-hmm. is just like watching mostly women who are not overly sexualized um watching them like in the water and like catching waves and shit and like that's cool yeah and like being in the water with them the camera is very yeah, there's a lot of underwater mm-hmm. cameras. Um, definitely taking a lot of a lot of cues from Point Break, which we will be watching later this month. Yeah, we will. Um, no, I mean the whole thing with the guy is, is definitely I could do without. But I think I I actually found the storyline of like her kind of having to like confront her fear and like deal with this trauma that she's experienced to like move forward with this thing that she loves I found that really kind of interesting and moving and what I loved about it is that this movie is about a girl who surfs but it's not about how girls can surf too you know it's like briefly mentioned yeah but that's not the but that's not what it's about at all exactly and I appreciate that because it so easily could have been that would have ruined it yeah for sure um uh, I agree with you that, like, that storyline of her having to face her fear was, like, great. That's the only thing that, sa- that made it have a plot that was interesting at all. But the thing that made me really mad was that, like, how shitty everyone was to her about <laughs> what she was going through. Like, yeah. nobody helped her. They were so mean to her. Everybody, her friends, her ex-boyfriend and the other surfer dudes, the the stranger that she's now in a very serious relationship with. Um, yeah. They just, like, were not helpful, and she kept turning to them for help, and it was like they were re-traumatizing her yeah. a lot, in a lot of ways. Which and is a very like, common girl, experience for, for people who yeah. experience no, trauma. I know. The people in their I lives know, that's don't why, know how That's why I was it. so upset. Yeah. But, like, um, I... I liked that it was kind of true to life in that way oh I didn't but I was just like girl like well okay but it's not true to life in that way because like I don't know I feel like if that's it's if that's all the feedback that you're getting from around you like for me anyway like I get worse and not better if that's what's happening to me you know (laughs) but like in the end she got better do you know like that's my pet peeve with movies is when they solve problems the wrong way yeah you know um, yeah, that makes sense. I just think that like the time that she spent with that guy, and it like it doesn't matter really like who he is or like what he's doing or any like he doesn't really matter. But like the time that she was able to spend like back in the water with him, like falling back in love with surfing and feeling comfortable in the water again, I think is like an interesting um, path back to it like it's not like uh like everyone around her is just like yelling at her and being like oh why are you like this you know like that that part of the movie like for as 
as many problems as I have with it, like it actually kind of serves the character growth in that respect, I think. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I like that way of looking at it where like she has, is now spending time with like an outsider mm-hmm. who, and so it helps her to be able to see herself in probably a different way because yeah. of that. Yeah. And yeah, to, to, yeah. to be able to like get back out there with like a low stakes um, thing because it's like it's one thing that when you're like trying to get back in the water to train for this big competition that could change your whole life it's another thing if you're just like dicking around and hanging out and like laying on your surfboard in the sun you know like that oh, okay but here so okay as as a fellow athlete well yes I obviously obviously <laughs> she should not be so distracted just mere days before a competition well, she should be training yeah like she resting. just wasn't okay but I don't know anything about surfing I actually have like so many questions about surfing now like because like for example when you watch a gymnastics movie there is often a lot of things that they get totally wrong mm-hmm. and that you look at and you're like that would never happen that skill is wrong just like so much out of it is off mm-hmm. just because they wanted to make it look a certain way or they wanted the characters to behave a certain way that they don't really care about the accuracy of the sport and I want to know how much of that happened here Mm -hmm. I from what I read it's like a pretty legit surfing movie I I feel like it's harder to fake like it's one you could definitely do it in the edit but it's harder to fake surfing tricks I think than gymnastic tricks maybe or like the but they don't fake the gymnastics. Tricks. Yeah, no, that's it's not just what like I'm saying. A lot it's of the things know, that keep going. they're doing things in gymnastics movies that wouldn't necessarily be done in competition in real life. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's part yeah. of it. Which may also be true of what they're doing with the surfing here, and, and I guess in that respect, it's like a difference in how they would score it and what the judges are looking for. Um, so I don't know, but I, they actually did most of their own stunts, which is pretty cool, except for like That's the really so cool. big wave stuff. Those big waves were so crazy. I know. I was, I think part of the draw for me is that like watching this, I was like simultaneously stressed out and also like so pumped, I know, which is why I, I do movie. all of the sports that I do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but, oh, right. So like, yeah, I was just like she's really not doing all that much work to like train for this mm-hmm. like not in a mental way or physical way like yeah. should I be worried about her yeah <laughs> yeah of course yeah <laughs> she's dealing with a lot regardless like whether she's like in this competition or not like she's had like a recent brain injury and she's taking care of her sister <laughs> like you know there's like all of this stuff in her life that like she's not okay uh in general no and do you know how she, you know she's not okay and they don't treat this like she's not okay at all but she goes to a big party and in her dress first she gives away her shoes <laughs> to someone else in a bathroom and then uh in her dress she just leaves the party and goes into the water oh what you don't do that she's not okay <laughs> and but, but the dude she's with isn't even like wow this seems like an emergency he just <laughs> follows her in <laughs> follows her into the water where yeah. they have like a heart to heart that I was also angry about. Mm-hmm. 
Oh no, it's one of their heart to hearts later. Never mind, that made me angry. I was okay with this one, I think. But, but this was at the point where I was like, "Girl, you need a therapist, not yes. this dude." Like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, again, a thing that's rather true to life. <laughs> yes, yeah. But rather... I guess like, but I guess part of my problem with us seeing that over and over again is that like unless you've actually been to a therapist and had the revelation of like oh I don't need some dude or like a partner Mm -hmm. to fix me or whatever like I'm just tired of seeing that trope and treating Mm -hmm. that like it's a thing that happens in your life because it doesn't well it does happen in real life it just it shouldn't (laughs) well it doesn't work it doesn't work for real that's what I mean yeah um, I, I read an interesting kind of analysis of this that uh, because like this guy is like this NFL football player who she meets because he's staying in the five star hotel that she's working in. Um, because also this is a movie about class disparity. Uh, it is. But so then he like hires her and her friends to give him and his friends surf lessons but then also she has sex with him and so it's this like weird navigation where where she's like navigating this situation of like kind of commodifying her body and trying to figure out like you know, what she is and is not okay with. And then, you know, at the end of the movie, she doesn't wind up winning the competition, but she does wind up getting interest from sponsors. And it's like now she has to further navigate the commodification of her body potentially as like a sports model, which is interesting. Yeah. And honestly, okay. Oh no. I just realized that I actually have a very dark view of this movie. Oh no. (laughs) I she is not going to do a good job. Oh, yeah. At making having boundaries and making choices after this, I yeah. don't think. Yeah. Based on what we know about her. And also, um I think he has a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, that woman that was on the phone's definitely his wife and or girlfriend. That wasn't his niece, right? <laughs> no, no, that no, was no, really no. his like girlfriend. Mm-hmm. For sure. That was an adult voice it sounded like. Well, you the know. way he was talking to yeah. it it was yeah he's lying to her right of course he's lying okay yeah okay just checking because the movie behaves as if he's not yeah then why would they even put that in there oh i don't know i i was so honest why would they even bother with that part of the why i don't know i guess kind of is like it throws up a red flag she questions the situation you know like i don't know tension adds tension but yeah for sure that guy's lying because of those two things i the af i feel the aftermath of this movie is probably very dark it, doesn't it is go very well dark for... you know and i was thinking <laughs> i wasn't thinking about it in those terms but i was thinking about like okay so what happens now you you get a billabong sponsorship and you get a bunch of rash guards and bathing suits and maybe some surfboards but like your friend who makes surfboards isn't and, and who has been supporting you through all of this and trying to train you. Like, because even though Michelle Rodriguez, she's not been helpful because of the way that she's just kind of like yelling at her friend, she is trying to be helpful. Um, Definitely, yeah. Um, and she is there for her. Like, she, she f- is. Physically, always. Yeah. Um, and also in her way, emotionally. Yeah. Um, but like, you, you know, like, it's not like this is... 
because I think people, we see, you know, really high profile athletes get sponsorships and stuff. And it's like, oh man, they're making millions of dollars and traveling the world and on the cover of a Wheaties box and whatever. But like for most lower tier athletes, you know, a sponsorship just kind of means if you like free t-shirts, you know, and like maybe you get to quit your day job but probably not yet and especially when it comes to women's sports like the the economic feasibility of being a professional athlete like at all is very low and then you know well but even like beyond that like there's no longevity in almost any sport so you spend your even for especially not one that dangerous Even for football players who make millions of dollars, they are literally destroyed when they're done, I assume. Like, I don't know anything about football, but I see what they do, and I know they're all breaking their brains by getting concussions over and over again. Like, Mm -hmm. like, and then what? You did this one thing for, like, 20, 30, 40 years. If you were lucky. Then what are you supposed to do? Like, you didn't get injured in college or, like, in your rookie year or whatever. Yeah. So the whole the whole model mm-hmm. oh, of it's that very is, is very scary. Yeah. yeah, I mean for like you know dancers and circus artists as well, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I in I, one of the other things that made me mad was she. So she goes to this competition, and in the first round, she gets like eaten by a wave, um, and. And then they, like, take her to, like, the medical tent, and they immediately crack her neck. I know. And they're like, you'll be fine. <laughs> and I was like, ew, no, stop. Yeah, that's not, that's, please don't do that. That's not, that's not how you're supposed to handle this situation. Yeah. Yeah, and I, then, I mean, chiropractors, man. <laughs> I mean, I love my chiropractor, but my chiropractor, after she adjusts me, she's like, cool, don't do anything for a day. She's like, yeah. please stay still. And like I don't I love doing so like almost immediately after you've gotten yeah, exactly. almost drowned. Yeah. Um and then the other thing that made me nuts was like right after that, like football dude comes into the tent with her and he was like, I remember my first game. I got hit so hard, I hoped I broke something so I didn't have to get back up. Dude, if you got hit that hard, you're done. Stop playing the game for today. <laughs> like, I, like It's like he tre- he was treating like a physical injury as if it was mind over matter. And like, mm-hmm. that's not how that works. Well, I mean, uh, the culture of the NFL, at least up until very recently, that it is exactly how that works. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, which is not good. But, but you know, bodily injury is real. Bodily trauma is real. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't just blow past it. I mean, you can if you're not actually injured. Sure, you can get yourself back or together if you are and get fully back asso- up, but... disassociated from your body <laughs> oh yeah also that or if your adrenaline is spiked so high that you don't feel anything that's a thing yeah. too yeah How... somebody said something in this movie about like use the adrenaline from something but it was <sighs> never mind i forget they were like oh the adrenaline from like coming back from that and and but a whole thing had happened right before it too so like that's also where the adrenaline is coming from anyway uh there's a lot of like great solidarity in this movie like not just between the women surfers but also with like the guys they're like 
get out of her way. <laughs> you know, they like Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate that. They are mean they're really mean to her. Um but in the end they also all do help her and like are on her side. It's just mm-hmm. that they don't know how to do a good job of doing that like like you said about michelle rodriguez it's just like she's doing it in her way they're doing it in their way yeah and you know which is how most people do things (laughs) yeah it's true yeah um but also like during the big competition she's like out there with her competitor and her competitor like coaches her and it's like yeah, what's that about? That's no I one. I thought that nope. was great. That's not. Yeah, but that's not real. I don't care. That. It's a movie, and it made me feel good. I know she's. <laughs> do you know that's a real surfer? I do. Did know. You, you did. I bet you, you Google more than I do. Yeah. Um. Actually, most of the surfers in this movie are real surfers, and even her, mm-hmm. her friend, who is not Michelle Rodriguez whose name I can't remember. Yeah, who I never heard of before and has a name that's hard to remember because I'm white and dumb. Mm. Uh, (laughs) She is, or was an amateur surfer. Like, she grew up in Hawaii surfing. And she also, but like, more specifically, she was, like, the face of Roxy and Billabong Women for, like, 15 years. Oh, cool. Yeah. So she's, like, pretty legit in the the surfing world, too which is kind of cool. Although I don't know know if people in the surfing world would describe, you know, the face of a brand as legit, but whatever. Anyway, continue. Yes. Oh, I was just going to say like, um, and I think, I don't know how true this is like across surfing in general, but like, I feel like you're really at an advantage as a female surfer. If you don't have any boobs, Oh, I mean, that is true of all sports. It's true of all sports. You're right. But some more than others, probably. Um, And so this is a movie where they're constantly in bikinis and or very short shorts. But, like, it obviously serves a plot because, not that I've ever been to Hawaii, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's actually like. (laughs) I'm, like, I'm pretty sure that's what it's actually like when you're a surfer. And, like... It just made it feel so not sexualized that mm-hmm. it just felt like it served the plot in a way that it doesn't in most movies. Like most yeah. movies where women are almost naked all the time, you're like, why are you like that? But here it was just like a bunch of flat chested girls in bikinis running around on the beach in a way that was like, I wasn't offended by it. I wasn't like, oh, some dude made this happen, you know? Oh, interesting. Because there were some shots where I was like, okay. <laughs> no doubt you're right like and there was like she had took a shower for no reason yeah we watched her take a shower for no reason uh, did you room, happen to see but... those sweet sweet uh lace-up jean shorts i feel Somebody... like they yeah they tie on the side no they tie in the front but they're those like well, maybe uh uh, yeah, like all I wrote down was oh, OMG lace up jeans. <laughs> I remember noticing something lacing up and being like, "Ooh, I'm excited about this," and I know Kara's going to be also, <laughs> but I don't remember. It must have been. It must I'm, have been pants. Yes, because that's the only thing that anyone laced in this movie. Really, no one's wearing sneakers. Oh, except for the football player guy. Well, he gets made fun of for mm-hmm. his sneakers. Yeah. Um. I didn't take a lot of notes because I mostly was just like, ooh, it's pretty, I like it. But the the first thing that made me mad enough that I was like, I have to write this down, was that 
after the when she spends the night in the hotel room when she wakes up in the morning and he's like leaving there are candles lit which means either he lit candles in the morning or there were candles lit all night yeah and i didn't like that yeah i think wait do you see that the candles are lit when he's leaving or after she wakes up when he well he like comes over to kiss her goodbye and yeah. he wakes her up. Oh, okay. Because I noticed lit, the candles and then too. she goes back to sleep and then she wakes up, you know, and time has passed and the candles are still lit. Yeah, so that was when I noticed the candles and I just thought it was her friends that lit them for her. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's nice. No, they were there before that and it made me mad. I, it's just I feel like it's just like maybe there's a reason for it. I don't know. I just feel like that's a really like lazy set designer or like prop person like wanting to fill in the space and like make it romantic or something mm-hmm. and they're just like light candles and like I don't know like, well, yeah that's some... that's romance shorthand for like sexy so... times are gonna happen here also you can't leave them burning overnight you're gonna burn down your hotel room not that these people care they obviously trash hotel rooms but yeah well they might have been fake candles okay I can buy that <laughs> And he brought them in his suitcase. <laughs> Where did they come from? All right. It doesn't matter. But that was the first thing that I was like, ugh, this is stupid. Write this down. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez did all of her own jet ski stunts, including. Oh, she was good on that jet ski. Yeah, she was awesome on the jet ski. I want a jet ski so bad. They look so fun. It is really fun. Ugh. You can just go so fast. I just like yeah. going fast. Michelle Rodriguez made me mad when she was like, like, she spent the whole movie pushing. Is that her, her name's Anne Marie? I think her name's Anne Marie. The main character? Yeah. Yeah. She spent the whole movie pushing her to do the thing. And then after she gets hurt in the first round, yeah, she, she goes, like, Don't go back out there. <laughs> she said, It's just a stupid contest. It's not worth getting hurt over. Yeah. Like, bitch, that is not what you've been saying for the last hour and a half. Get your story straight. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, So I finally uh, got to the part in the Fast and the Furious franchise where Lady's not dead anymore. I'm so excited. You're at the best part. Letty, played by Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, we had a very interesting conversation about... So that was Fast and the Furious 6 that she comes yeah, back. Yeah, I did. I listened to it. Yeah, because th- I felt really weird about uh, the way that they just, like, expected her to be the same person and, like, automatically, like, have ownership over her um, when she came back in this situation. And they thought it was, like, so romantic. And I was like, uh, actually, this is very creepy. <laughs> and well, I and felt I, like it was, I, like, kind of violating. I appreciated that point of view, And then, like, I had never really thought so hard about it before. Like, I like that part because, like, or, like, the part with Dom, right, where he's Mm -hmm. like, here's all the things I know about you. Right. And he he has his hands on her body and is, like, pointing out all of these scars that she doesn't even know how she got. But he's like, but I do. I definitely didn't remember that he was touching her. So, I yeah, that's not great. Um but I think, well, I think the reason I never looked at it that way before is because 
she's not visibly like pulling away or mm-hmm. she seems interested. She seems yeah. interested to hear what he's talking about. Yeah. Um which honestly could just be curiosity because she's like, I don't know where I got these scars yeah, either. Totally. Please enlighten well, me, sir. Well, and I think that's why I like that because if I feel like if I, I like knowing stuff. <laughs> I, I do like to know things. I can't imagine what it would be like to not know anything about yourself. Yeah, horrifying. And so if I found someone who could tell me, I would be like, please tell me. So mm-hmm. I guess I always looked at it that way and that's why it never bothered me before mm-hmm. and it's not like he tries to like pick her up and kidnap her right there know. you know that's what joe said and i was like he was like well it's not like he, he's like trapping her like picking her up and dragging her out i was just like oh wow the bar is so low for men it, isn't it is it? though <laughs> it, it really is yeah well and and like she she's kind of trapped no matter what she does yeah because she either like has to believe these people who say they know her and care for her and she doesn't remember them or she has to live with these live and work with these criminals who treat her like garbage who don't know her at all or right. really care about her so she's kind of trapped either way because she just doesn't yeah, have a very vulnerable anyone. position to be in i love michelle rodriguez but she is the same too. in everything right kind of I don't know. I feel like I've actually seen a much softer side of her watching the Fast and the Furious movies. She definitely. Yeah, Letty definitely has. There's like more to Letty than just like Mm -hmm. kicking ass and driving cars. Yeah. Which I also love. She does that that a lot, also. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I want her to have her own movie. I mean, Letty's the only one with only female. That really. actually I mean, has just a like real story. Yeah, yeah, it gets like a little bit better. Um, and like, what's Dom's other woman's name? Elena. Uh huh. She has like a. They give her a little bit to work with. Um, but yeah, I want a. I want a, a female only spinoff. Like, oh shit! You're not there yet. Never mind. No, I am. What? No, I was gonna talk about something that happened in. Oh, I feel like it was in Hobbs and Shaw, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I did, however, finally also watch Tokyo Drift because it <gasps> happens sequentially after number six. So we I saved feel like it. We'll get in trouble if we talk about this too much, but did you like it? I loved it. Except I loved for it the too. fact that they kill my favorite character in the whole franchise Han, right? Yes. Han's my favorite too. That's why I love it so much. He's so great. Why do you love Han? He's okay. So, f- right off the bat, he shows up, I think, in Los Bandoleros, the, the short movie. That uh, I gotta watch that. I gotta watch it. I haven't seen it. Two and four, or two and three? One and two? I don't know. It's a, whatever. Anyway, he shows up. He's like, he's chill. He's hot. He always has snacks. Like, he's funny. You know, so what I else like, do you need? Exactly. Instantly liked him. Um, and have only grown to like him even more. And then I watched Tokyo Drift, and he's like busting on his friend for being into high school girls. Like, what a what a true gentleman and a scholar. I love Han. R.I.P. Yeah, I he's great. I like I I want them to figure out a way to bring him back so bad. Me too. It's just I miss him. I miss him so much. Yeah, I I recently rewatched Tokyo Drift because they keep showing marathons of like the first four movies on some movie channel. 
Um, and so if they're on, I'll just put them on and leave them on. So I watched Tokyo Drift for the first time in a long time and liked it more than I have ever liked it before. Yeah, it's really fun. And it's, it like, after, you know, eight movies of the other people, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of refreshing to spend some time in the franchise, but with somebody else. Some other, yeah, some other characters, but also Han is there. Yeah. <laughs> I wish and I also honestly like it was n- not that the I think the movies do a pretty good job of not you know having only white people in them mm-hmm. but it was nice for the white people to truly be like a minority in one of them yeah I actually was thinking a lot about the because now that I now that the big reveal has been revealed to me, which they were trying to keep me from finding out that Han was go- was gonna die, and then I fucked myself and I accidentally found out. So when it happened, I was actually it's a good thing that I knew that it was coming because it would have truly ruined my week. Um, <laughs> but it did not. But, but that's what everyone wanted, though. You know, I know. Like, but like, I just I I don't have time in my life for that right now. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's just like, it's so, like, I just don't think anyone else, who else is ever going to experience it that way? So, you know, it's fun to think that someone could have been a funny little experiment. Yeah. Well, they're doing it with some, someone else who hasn't They are. Yet, yeah. Maybe, they're so. doing it with, um, with Nico, right? Yeah, I think so. So maybe they won't ruin it for themselves. Uh, but what was I going to say? Sorry, oh. yeah, I interrupted you. We were talking about Han dying and yeah well so now i can like actually read the wikipedia articles and stuff like just (laughs) like general things that i do and i'm like interested in something so i was like reading about justin lynn who directed tokyo drift and then several more of the later movies um and just like the thinking about like uh, this piece of cinema from 2006 that's like made by an Asian director set in Asia with like so many Asian characters um and and his perspective on it and how like when he first got the script he said it was all them just like drifting around Buddhist temples and geishas and he was like no 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 we have to we have to do something else you know so it's like this really interesting um look at uh, a filmmaking style too I think that that we weren't really used to seeing at that time most American viewers too so I, yeah it's a it, really interesting movie and then I put it on again today while I was working on something and it's it, it's such an interesting all of these movies really are so interesting when you think about them in the context of the time when they came out. So, like, the first movie is so pre-9-11. <laughs> like, it's yeah. the, like I said, it's the most immediately pre-9-11, 2001 thing I've ever seen. Um, and then this one that I'm talking about, Tokyo Drift, came out in 2006, which is, like, right in the middle of the second Bush term Um or like second W administration and like so much of the movie is such a like incredible crystallization of of like especially like the beginning part that does take place in the United States like of of like Americana and like the dark crusty side of it that I just find really interesting these movies are 
there's like a lot of really interesting kind of um, subversive anti-capitalist messages I'm, I'm seeing in them, which Ooh. is kind of interesting. Oh, I, like that. I mean, th- they destroy so many banks. yeah they really do they're like stealing gas and giving it to the people like there's just so much to this franchise that is really there's a reason so much more interesting than it being you know just this big dumb action franchise yeah like there's a reason they've been able to get this many movies out of it and like it is because they are more than just dumb car movies, and they are just dumb car movies. But obviously, but like, the I just dumb don't car think movie got this allows far. it, yeah, allows it to kind of like Trojan horse in all of this like really subversive messaging, which I appreciate. And they don't necessarily do a good job at it, but it's there. I don't remember how we got here. <laughs> oh, because we were talking about Michelle Rodriguez. And then Letty, and then um, Fast and Furious movies, um, uh, yeah. more generally. Oh, what I wanted to tell you, which I'm sure you've now read about, by now, if you were reading about Justin Lin and Han, but um, the eating thing is a is a nod to a different movie that Justin Lin and that actor made together. Oh, really? I want to see a bunch of his other movies, so that's exciting, because he's been in oh, every single one of them. This. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, we should yeah. watch those, just for fun, not for this. Yeah. But um, So in one of the other movies that they made together, the character that he played um, was like a chain smoker, and oh, so Han eating in all of these is like yeah. a nod to his quitting smoking and needing something to do with his mouth. Oh, that's so funny. That's really interesting. Yeah, uh, Justin Lin has also worked with John Cho a bunch, and I want to know why the fuck he's not in these movies, because I love him, and he's great, and he should also be in these. I don't... Do I... Who is that? Um, he, He's been in so much, but I think most people would know him as uh, Harold from Harold and Kumar. Oh, Gunaway. yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. That movie makes me so mad. I have not seen it in a really long time, but I love they it. They just... They... Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's fine, but it's just that they get the geography of New Jersey oh, wrong. Yeah, because they're just trying to go to White Castle, and like if you've lived in New Jersey, like there's not, you know, I know where the White Castles are, at least where they used to be when they made that movie, and their geography made me mad. Yeah, they would be like, "Oh, we're two hours away from one," and it was like, "Dude, there's one right there." Like, what do you why? <laughs> It was a time before uh, Google Maps was more reliable. What? Okay. The internet existed in 2002, right? Yes. They Is all that when that movie, movie came out? Oh, this movie. No, I yeah, was going to talk about this right. movie. They all in Blue Crush behave as if they don't have the internet. Oh, I'm they... willing to believe that a small Hawaiian surf well, that's what town I was does say. not. Yeah. So did you read the article that this was based on? I read a quarter of it, and then I fell asleep and took a nap, and I forgot. <laughs> oh, I read the whole thing. They definitely don't have the internet in the town yeah. that this is based on. Yeah. Um, or, you know, like, probably one place has the internet, and you have to, like, ask your friend for a ride there. Right. It was a cool article, though. Yeah, but what I, I did... read of it was interesting. 
I did. I googled all of the women or girls. They were really young at the time in mm. in it, and like none of them went on to like have very much success surfing. Yeah, that's not surprising. I mean, that's just sports, you know. Yeah, yeah, especially totally. girls' sports. But it was a cool. I don't know. It it sounded it does the way it was written. It did just sound like such a fun way to grow up as oh, a yeah. girl. Yeah. I mean, ugh. And they just sound like so badass and cool and like Yeah. sure of themselves. Like I just I just love a story about a girl with a hobby, you know? That isn't <laughs> do a, know. a boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it like gives her a sense of purpose. Yeah. And uh, drive and self-creation. And self-determination. Yeah. Girls with hobbies are cool. <laughs> yeah. I should get are. one. Either a hobby or a girl with a hobby, I guess. I, I wish I could learn to surf. but This made me want to learn to surf also. Yeah. You definitely could. I might be able to, but probably shouldn't. <laughs> you can do... I wonder how they, like, I feel like the way we watched people learn was, like, the most aggressive way that you can learn. I wonder what, like, the baby, baby way is. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I think I could try surfing one time, but, like, I deal so poorly with, like, the elements outside in nature. Like, I just, Mm. I can't be in the sun for that long. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I need Which is to. Unfortunate. I like being outside. I love being outside, but yeah, I gotta be like on top of that sunscreen application. I gotta have a hat. I gotta have sunglasses. It's a whole thing. I need to stay hydrated. You know, you can't wear a camelback out there. No, no. Also, like, I mean, I, I talked before about how they all were like pretty flat chested, but like. Mm-hmm. I would be stressed out in a bikini, like, at all. Like, like oh, bathing yeah. suits just fall off of me. Like, I don't understand people whose bathing suits stay on. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong. Oh, I don't know. I haven't been able to wear a bikini pretty much my entire life. <laughs> Even one pieces fall off of me, like, yeah. at the top. Like, maybe I'm just not You just have to find the, the right, right cut and like whatever like I there's this one bathing suit that I've been ordering from Land's End for the last 15 years really it's, yeah I just get it in different colors and different patterns because it's like it works perfectly on my body and no other bathing suit does so I'm just like well I guess I'm just gonna wear this for the rest of my life but it's fine it's classic it's very kind of retro and cute um but yeah no, I'm googling it to are... see if I can guess which one it is. Oh, fun game at landsend.com. Yeah, brought to you now. today. But... Yeah, I like pretty much constantly have a tremendous amount of stress. Like, not that like I don't care if my clothes fall off. I just mm-hmm. know that they're not supposed to. Yeah. I mean, Even... well, I, the obvious workaround here is that you wear a rash guard instead of a bikini top. What? What's that? It's like those t-shirts. The shirts? Okay. Yeah, yeah. those seem those seem good. Mm-hmm. And they offer more sun protection. I used to teach a kid whose parents were dermatologists, and they oh, wouldn't no. even let her go in the sun. They both were. And she had to wear, like, long sleeve, like, UV yeah. protection clothes in the sun. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I like, do that. I, I get it, but like, oh, buddy, your life, that's rough when you're yeah. 10. That really is. And everyone else is just wearing bathing suits. Yeah. And it's hot out. Yeah. Okay, swimsuits. I'm going to the swimsuits. They don't have a section for one pieces. You're right. You said it's a one piece, right? It is a one piece. It's not a dress kini, but it's like dress kini adjacent, which is what a fucking terrible word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have some guesses. Ooh, maybe it's this one. Dang, this page is, there's like hundreds of bathing suits here. I know. It's, I'm looking at it and it's like kind of stressful. I wouldn't even know where to start. Well, that's why I was mad I called. couldn't just sort it by one piece. But if you haven't found it yet, that means it's not at the top of the page. One piece bathing suit. Oh no, they're all starting to look the same to me too. <laughs> oh, do you know what else I appreciated in this movie? They Some of them were underage. Like the girl, the third friend whose name we can't remember. She was mm. only like 16, but whatever. But the girl who was the little sister who was supposed to be like really young they never even put her in bikini bottoms they put her in like baggy board, board shorts. shorts the whole yeah. time they I feel like sure this she movie was least... did a lot for girls being able to wear board shorts at the time Yeah, but I yeah that also I feel like that was also real like happening at that time mm. that was cool like shopping at PacSun was really cool oh, yeah. when we were 14 I can't find it. There's too many. There's like, there's like five pages of these. I know. This is weird. I hope they still make it. I would be really upset. I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> oh, I found it. Oh, that means it's probably on like the second page. But this one seems good. I Facebook messaged it too. Yeah, I just realized that you might do that. So let me open that up. Oh, it's chlorine resistant. No, close, but no. It's like on the right track though, right? Like that's the right. Yeah. Like that's what you should wear. Yeah, I actually it has a better neckline though. Um, cuz I, I find that neckline. straight mm -hmm. V-necks for me are generally um troublesome. <laughs> okay, okay. So it's not a V-neck. Uh no, but it is like V-neck adjacent. A U-neck. So I searched one piece bathing suit and it was on the first page of those results. Okay, 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 okay. Let's see. These all look like V-necks to me. Most of them are, yes. Or like, I'm looking for one that's V-neck adjacent and I don't see it. It's like closer to like a sweetheart neckline. Anyway, I've owned it in black. I uh, currently have it in a dark purple that's a little on the larger side. And then I also have it in black with a pink floral print that's on the smaller side so depending on what my body is like at any given time I have choices choices yeah and then I have another one that's way too small from when I was much smaller um but yeah it's a great bathing suit oh I I give up send it to me which okay. one it is this one this is one with a print on it it's called the Win Women's Slender Tunic One-Piece Swimsuit with Tummy Control. <laughs> oh, look at the back. Yeah, isn't it cute? It's... Oh, I like the back. Yeah. yeah. So it has like a, not quite sweetheart, but kind of neckline. Very kind of Marilyn Monroe-y 
and then it's it's almost a halter in the top in the back but it's not because it like better distributes the weight on your shoulders mm-hmm. instead yeah. of having and it then, like all directly on the back of your neck and then your butt is covered mm-hmm. it's and then, full coverage <laughs> and then it has like of all of your fake, butt cheeks it has a fake kind of skirty shirt thing. skirt thing in the front right i'm sure there's a name for what that is but i don't know what and it it's is like rushed on one side so that it like gives a further slimming appearance it's a great bathing suit highly recommend right now it's on sale for only 60 dollars usually 130 is, is land's end like a place where like everything's always on sale uh not always but frequently <laughs> It's, it has those vibes, not shop there, but like yeah. just even looking at the website and the like amount of things, it has those vibes. Yeah. Um, they definitely send a lot of emails about sales. Oh, do you have a favorite bathing suit? I don't because, because I feel like in order to get the correct bathing suit, I would have to spend a lot yeah. of money on a bathing suit. Yeah, so, I and mean, that's the problem. Yeah. Right now, I'm here's what I'm cycling through as far as bathing suits right now. It's not great, but it's okay. I have one purple bikini that is from H&M and I've had it for literally 15 years. <laughs> and it's it's the shorts are great because they're shorts. Mm-hmm. Um but my butt still looks good in them. It's good. And then the top is uh, has underwire in it, and I'm sure that it used to have padding in it that I hated and ripped out because ew, and so it just like fit like my boobs fall out of it if I'm really aggressive, mm-hmm. but like it fits well like it looks good. The underwire is the right like shape and size. Oh, that's important, right? Yeah. And it and it clips. It doesn't tie. Okay. So I have that one, and then I have a one piece that's very, like, retro, like, polka-dotted. It's actually a really similar shape to the one you just mm-hmm. showed me, but um, with, like, more ruching and more boobs. And that's my complaint about it is that you can't... Too much boobs. The way, it's a halter. It's a halter. Ugh, yeah. And so, like, I can tie it as tight as I want. It doesn't get tighter on my boobs, and so they still fall out. Mm. And I... That one, I like that one a lot, though. It's so cute. And I bought it to be a costume, so I spent a lot of money on it and was like, I'll just return it if I don't wear it as a costume. And then I didn't, and I didn't return it. So I was like, well, I guess I own this now. <laughs> so I like that one. And then I have a pair of black bottoms that I've also had for 15 years from H&M. Um, they're getting to be a little bit too small. I probably shouldn't wear them anymore. But I've been pairing them with a... Um, halter top from Walmart that I like so much except for the fact that it's completely see-through which again doesn't bother me I just know that like I'm not supposed to you know (laughs) yeah so that's my that was my bathing suit situation this summer maybe I can improve on it next summer I kind of just want to start wearing like a like a full body dive suit (laughs) You know, like if I was going scuba diving or something, yeah, it would take care of sun protection. You know, I would have to wear so much less sunscreen, apply so much less sunscreen. Um, I really love a jumpsuit, you know, 
um, feel very body positive when I'm just one long tube of, of color. Uh, I don't know. I find bathing suits so vexing. Yeah, now I'm trying to think, like, if, if I could just buy one and have it be the perfect one, I don't even know what it would be. Hmm. I guess it depends what kind of activity I wanted to do. Like, if I yeah. wanted to surf, it would be mm-hmm. different than if I was just going to lay on the beach. Of course. Two very different uh, applications. There's one brand, though, that I've been following on Instagram. Hold on, I have to remember what they're called. Chromat? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? No, but I'm looking at it. Oh my gosh, it's so great. They just like, it's like they really try to make for all different body types. And their models are just like all different kinds of people. Yeah, well, these are cool. So I think if, yeah, if I was going to spend money on a bathing suit, I actually think that's where I would start, is I would buy something from them. Mm. These are interesting. They're creative, some of them. Yeah. I still would hate wearing most of them, though. (laughs) But, like, I just, I love swimming. I love being in the water. Hate more than anything in the world not being in the water, but wearing a wet bathing suit. You know, when you get out and you're just, like, in a wet bathing suit. Yeah, it depends on circumstances for me. I know the feeling you mean, but as long as it's, like, hot and sunny... Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Or just yeah. hot in general. Like, I don't want it to be, I don't want my bathing suit to get cold. No. No, no, no. There's truly nothing I hate more than being cold and wet at the same time. It's the worst. All right. How about we end this podcast? Okay. <laughs> Jordan, if people wanted to find you, where would they look? I'm on Instagram at PC. And I am also on Instagram at Bimps. And uh, we're headed back to the beach in a couple weeks where we'll be talking about Catherine Bigelow's visionary work of art, Point Break, starring Keanu Reeves and the other guy whose name I can't remember right now. Patrick Swayze. Thank you. Right? Yes. And Laurie Petty, who is awesome in that movie. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you then. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.